Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. I've always loved that Skinner song, Tuesday's Gone. I always wondered when it, when it came out, if there were many radio stations right at midnight, Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning, who would play that song? Of course. That seems to be the running thing. We, we, we play it damn near every Wednesday. Yeah. T- today is Wednesday. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. Tues- Tuesday's gone. Right. So you've never noticed that as, as long as you've been here? I've, I've noticed that every Wednesday I, we play Tuesdays Gone, I, I, every single Wednesday. Is it really every Wednesday? Yes, every Wednesday at some point What about day? other days? We, we we don't play it on other days? I, we've played it on other days. Yeah, when there's something, like if there's a Leonard Skinner band member birthday, or there's a big Leonard Skinner announcement, we'll play Tuesdays Gone, but mostly, it's, yeah, it's Wednesdays. Huh. You've never noticed that as long as you've been here. I noticed, I guess I look at the logs all the time, so I, I notice the patterns. How about that? Um... I, I I just wonder, like uh, like when when it when it first came out, like right at midnight, right after midnight on 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 Tuesday, here's Skinner with Tuesday's Gone. Anyways, it's a it's a it's a great song. Yeah, apparently Tuesday's a woman that left. Yeah, yeah, not a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's go- she's gone. She'll be fine. Good morning. Welcome to our show. Yesterday, I read a a story that made me chuckle. It was about how in the early 90s, before the leader of the Grateful Dead died, Jerry Garcia. Uh, he, he died in 1995. But in the early 90s, before that, The Grateful Dead were hanging out with actor Woody Harrelson at Al Gore's house. Al Gore and his wife, Tipper Gore, hanging out at their house in Tennessee. And, I mean, this is when he was the vice president. And they were they were hanging out. The, the Gores were entertaining them. 
and then it got time for the Gores to go upstairs and take a shower because they had an event they were going to that night. And the Grateful Dead, the band, and actor Woody Harrelson were hanging out downstairs in the Gores house while they went upstairs to shower. At that point, Jerry Garcia and Woody Harrelson went into the bathroom downstairs and they smoked a joint. Smoke weed every day. That was a pretty big deal back then. Not like today when, you know, marijuana is legal in so many states and it's, I mean, we all know it has medicinal purposes. It's medicine for some people. But back in, uh, in the early 90s, that was a big deal, especially because Secret Service were hanging around the house because Al Gore was vice president at this particular time. And, and the story went, Jerry Garcia and Woody Harrelson smoked a joint in Al Gore's bathroom downstairs, and when they opened the door, they said it was like a Cheech and Chong movie. And the Secret Service they were there. They were one guy was looking right at him, but he never, he never uh, said anything. And it's not worth the hassle. <laughs> just, just a snitch at that time. I mean, when you invite the somebody from the Grateful Dead to your spot, you should know what kind of foolishness that you might get into, right? Well, and from everything I've read, Woody Harrelson too. Yeah, if, right. If, if, especially back then. I, I, I'm sure he's mellowed as he's gotten older. That is like if Al Gore had Cheech and Chong and Jimi Hendrix show up at his house for dinner. You should know what's about to happen sooner or later, right? It just goes with the territory of the company you keep. But think about that for a second. It's the early 90s. Not that many years after Al Gore's wife, Tipper Gore, was the head of the PMRC, uh, the senator's wives who went after the naughty rock and roll lyrics and 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 because of her and that group the PMRC there were there were warning labels put on record albums and cassette tape covers warning albums warning people about well this could have some uh, dangerous lyrics or these lyrics could you know, not be suitable for everybody. And what those warning labels did when when they went on an album, they that pretty much guaranteed that that album was gonna sell well. It was gonna Ching. it was it was probably going to it was probably gonna sell better than it did if it didn't have the sticker on it. And and that whole thing pretty much backfired on the on the PMRC. And Think about it, just a few years later, not that many years later, here's the here's the Grateful Dead and actor Woody Harrelson smoking pot in Tipper Gore's house downstairs while, while she's upstairs taking a shower. So it makes me wonder if, Al, if Tipper Gore was up there taking a shower, was Al Gore in the bathroom with Woody Harrelson? And, uh... No, they said, according to the story, both the Gores, Al and Tipper, went upstairs to... To go take a shower. I guess, I, guess they, 
Uh, they showered together at I the same time. I don't know. I mean, he's <laughs> uh, always had money. Maybe they had two showers up there. I, I don't know. Just the idea of Tipper Gore taking a shower did something. Well, and they had some place to go. And, and But I guess the dead and Woody Harrelson weren't ready to leave the Gore house yet. And, and so, uh, at least Jerry Garcia and, and Woody Harrelson went into the bathroom and, uh, and, and toked it up. Downstairs, I, I got a, I got a kick out of that story. All right, coming up on the show this morning. So many people are talking about American Olympic gymnast Simone Biles. I mean, she's the greatest American gymnast ever, and some, maybe even the greatest gymnast of all time. She withdrew from the Olympics yesterday. She she said, I, I, I'm having mental health issues. She's not there mentally. Physically, she's there. But mentally, she, she's not there. And uh, she's not going to be there physically or mentally today. She announced she's out of what she was supposed to do Next, and she's being replaced by another gymnast. This is something that wouldn't have happened a few years ago. This is only something she, her and every other athlete would have always just continued to compete and go through. But because of the awareness, the focus on mental health issues in these last few years. That's why she she checked out yesterday. And we're, we're going to talk more about that coming up on the show. I mean, many people are, are, are patting her on the back saying it was very courageous. There are some people saying, what the, what the hell's going on? Um, stay tuned for that. We, we, we have a, a lot to do on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic rock station. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. And I know a lot of people have had a tough time over the last year and a half with, with, with the pandemic. Uh, some people, many people, not able to work. Finances have been tough. I was just reading about this one couple, this young married couple, they have kids, to help pay the rent, they video recorded themselves doing sex. <laughs> and they, um, they started selling those videos. There were people that actually bought them and they it helped them pay rent evidently they their kids knew about it and their kids told the grandparents and the grandparents got upset with the uh, oh, with, 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 with the couple. Snitching ass kids. I mean, how honest are you with your kids? <laughs> this um this happened to a married couple named Brad and Jen Haniston. They have over th- 313,000 followers on TikTok. They started selling videos of them doing it online, and they decided not to keep it a secret from their children. But they didn't. They didn't expect their their children to. To tell their parents, their the, the children's grandparents. But how old were the children? Does it say what age range the children were? Uh, I I don't have their exact ages in front of me. They, they they were young, but I mean I guess they the parents just decided to be honest and and, and they said, hey, you know, we're 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 having a tough time making money right now, but. You know, we're, we're fairly attractive as a couple. I, I have I have noticed that my generation that have kids, the, uh, the people that I grew up with, they are more open and honest about what they do as parents. Like I have friends that are strippers. They don't, they tell their kids what they do at night. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go strip and make some money. I have uh, parents that are, they, they smoke weed with their kids. Like they don't, they're not, they're the cool kids, meaning that, they're the generation, my generation was the generation that said, I'm not going to be like my parents. When I have children, I'm going to be the cool parent because my parents gave me crap and they're following through with their promises. The 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 people, my friends who have kids, they're completely open and honest about all the stuff they do and they consider themselves the cool parents, so this stands to reason. And we've also said it seems like the generation behind us they're the ones that's get, getting mad at their parents. They're the ones that are ashamed of their parents. Like, Mom, why are you doing this? And turn that music down, Mom. But don't listen to that vulgar music. Meanwhile, our parents were like, 
stop listening to that vulgar music. You know, so it's like we're the we're in this weird little generation where we're getting it from both sides. Yeah, right right now it is different. Seemingly every generation before us, it was always the, the, the parents coming down hard on the kids with discipline and, and, and other things. Now, it seems like it, it's the kids, like you just said, and we've mentioned this before on the show, Mom, Dad, turn down that music. Mom, Dad, you smoking that, you smoking that weed? Mom, that it, it's almost like it's almost like this generation we're currently in it it flip flopped. Yeah, the, the kids are getting mad at the the shows we used to watch. They're going back and saying, "Wow, that that joke on Friends that's not PC," and they're they're really downplaying out like they're really criticizing our generation for being too cool. And they, I guess they're ashamed that our generation was cool. Yeah, like, it was. They, the it the was, dad jokes are, the, dad, that joke is inappropriate. Why would you joke like that? It's like, what the hell is wrong with this generation? <laughs> yeah, for, for, for every generation before this, again, it was always the parents who would come down on the kids. Turn that down. What, what are you watching on television? What, what did you just say? What joke did you just tell? Oh, now it's, it's the kids doing that to the parents. It, it's almost like this is the first generation where the parents are cooler than the kids. They 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 want to have more fun. They're they're that that's that's how And clearly with this couple, they're more open about it. They say like, look, we're gonna make money making porn. We're gonna make money doing sex on video. And they're doing it and it's working. Well with Brad and Jen Haniston, you know, they they told this story to all of their followers on social media. You know, and one follower said, "Why would you tell them? Um, why would you tell your kids? You know, and 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 they're saying like we were just talking about. We don't hide anything from our kids, and we're open and honest with our kids, and and, and this is this is uh, what we did. Now, now their parents weren't very happy with them. I'm I mean, you know, th- their parents are thinking our kids." became porn stars to pay the rent. And not only that, they, they told their kids about it who are young. And, and My theory is they probably already wanted to do it. They just needed the right excuse or the right push. It's funny how <laughs> it seems that sex work is being downplayed and criticized and saying that it's bad and it's negative. Yet when people decide to go into the sex industry, whether it's on OnlyFans or whether it's making sex tapes, they're profiting off it. That means somebody's enjoying it. All the money that these women are making on OnlyFans and all the money. Like, I'm quite sure this isn't the only couple that go around doing this stuff, like making sex tape. To say it's so bad and sex work is so demonized, the people who decide to get into it, they have a mass following and they're making mass money off of it. So they must be doing something right. And I just saw another story about another woman who, because of the pandemic, wasn't making the money that she normally made. She's attractive. She set up an OnlyFans page, and now she's making over a hundred thousand dollars a month. She doesn't need her other job anymore. Ching. She's making over a hundred thousand dollars a month. And I know some people might be like, "Oh, that whore," or whatever the case may be. No, that's a that's an entrepreneur. An <laughs> that, that's a, that, that, that's an entrepreneur. That's what that is. 
She you was a hoa. You know, nobody's touching her. She's not physically around anybody. She's in front of a, a, a small camera, and people are watching her on a screen. And she's making over a hundred thousand dollars a month. That means the money's coming from somewhere. Somebody's paying for it. You know, we can, you can, you can criticize sex work all you want. You can say it's bad and is the degradation of society. But hey, somebody's making money and spending it on porn, and somebody's doing porn and making money off of it. So. Yeah, some people may have a moral issue with this, but everybody's morals are different. And the way I look at this, you. you Gotta be able to pay the bills, right? He's doing it legally, right? All right. And 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 nobody is putting their their hands on her. She's not being touched by anybody. And we've seen that with a lot of women during the pandemic. They would never have thought to do something like that before. They had jobs, and but but because of the the virus, that they, they needed to make money. They looked in the mirror and they said, I look pretty good. I'm sure I'm not the only one that, that thinks that. And, and the next thing you know, they're getting rich. Yeah. And with the couple, I think they've always wanted to do it. I think I think that's been something they probably joked around in the bedroom. Like, yeah, we should videotape this one day and show all of our friends. Or maybe, they maybe they video recorded themselves. Anyways, and they mm -hmm. just said, hey, we got these videos. Let's see if we can make any money off them. And the next thing you know, they're making money because people are, are, are watching their video of this husband and wife doing sex with each other. I, I thought that was, a, uh, that was a wild situation. It kind of gives me confidence and motivation. Like if this radio thing doesn't work out, I always have a backup plan. <laughs> I know you like Coleman OnlyFans and people watching all of, it's 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 for women to do and for men to watch because mostly it's guys who watch this stuff. It's not it's not women. Yeah, but if I for get the a, most part. If I get a partner like this couple did and have have a, a partner that goes along with me, I might I might stand a better chance. If she's if she's if she, e easy on the eyes. Or even if she's not. Dude, you have no idea what kind of stuff that goes on out there. Not everybody's in, in, into the same thing. There's a lot of people that's into a lot of weird body types, a lot of weird fetishes. You'd be surprised. You'd hey. be surprised. All right. <laughs> Coming up this morning on the show, we got a lot to get to, including the biggest news around the world right now is the greatest female gymnast who ever lived, Simone Biles. Uh, she, she pulled out of... Her Olympic event yesterday, uh, it just wasn't happening for her. Uh, she wasn't doing well, and and she, something something got to her mentally. She wasn't there. Physically, she was there. Mentally, she wasn't. She's out again today. Um, it's something that would not have happened a few years ago. It's just she would have continued to 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 do her Olympic events, not as well as she normally does. But she would have never, ever backed out a few years ago. But, but, but this is the time we're living in now where, where mental health issues are taking center stage. Uh, we'll tell you the latest on that. Uh, hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. I'm a fan of the actress Kristen Stewart. 
I, I, I think she's attractive. She likes girls and guys. Uh, I think that's cool. And, and by, by the way, Kristen Stewart, she is the star of the new Princess Diana biopic called Spencer. And that's premiering at the Venice Film Festival. Kristen Stewart is playing Lady Di, and Duchess Camilla is portrayed by Keith Richards. <laughs> the, uh, the wives of Prince Charles. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland. Here, I like this story. This is a this is a happy story. And this could have turned out not so happy. That's what I like about it. But it did turn out all right. Up in Pennsylvania, in a in a in a small town, there's a there's a deli, a delicatessen. It's in it's in Bridgeville, Pennsylvania. Again, small town. Could be like any town, small town around here. Out in front of the deli, they they have a sign. And at the top of the sign it says Friday fish fry 1 to 6 p.m. All right, pretty cool, right? And then right underneath that, I mean, that's in big letters. And then right underneath that in big letters, it says, slow down, the cop hides behind this sign. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big sign in front of the deli on the road in a small town. So you would... You would think that would that would bother or anger the Bridgeville, Pennsylvania Police Department, right? Because here they are, they're they got a cop hiding behind that sign. He's trying to get speeders, but the sign says, "Look out!" There's a there's a cop behind the sign. Well, that town's police department. Was not upset. As a matter of fact, the Bridgeville, Pennsylvania Police Department posted a picture of that sign on on their Facebook page with one of their uh, police officers in an SUV parked behind the sign ready to chase down a speeder. Um, and the caption that the police department wrote over that picture that they posted was, well, I guess the joke's on us. Good one, PJ's Deli. That's pretty cool that they not only recognized it on their Facebook page, but they, 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 they told the small business owner, Hey, you got us. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. 
the owner of the deli, her name is Pam Wheat. She said, even though that sign looks like it's undermining their local police force, it's she actually wrote that message on the sign to make the police's job easier by trying to cut down on dangerous driving. She said, quote, it was put up as a joke and they came and parked a cruiser behind the sign and took their own picture and then put it on Facebook. And and she said, the deli's owner said, we see accidents almost daily around here because uh, it's a bad intersection. And, and she said, that's why she put that on the sign. She wanted the, just everybody to slow down driving by her deli. And it also does double duty because if you um, if you see a sign that says the cops hide behind this sign, that would stop the deli from getting robbed because you'd, be the, you'd assume that there's a cop nearby. So it does double duty. Not only does it slow people down as going, it also warts uh, you know, attempted burglars and robbers that might want to hold up the deli if they're strapped for cash. Yeah, and what's interesting is if you're wondering if the police can do anything about that, um, the, the sign is actually, again, it's on the street in front of her deli. The, the owner of the deli, Ms. Wheat, says, the police do not use my property to hide. That so, takes away from it. So, so you can let the secret out of the bag. But, but here's the thing. Why would the cops want to do something about that even if it was true? Wouldn't the cops promote, if, if you're trying to keep somebody safe, wouldn't the cops promote that you do that? I remember they told me I can get in trouble. Like if there's a cop with a speed trap, but I'm flashing my uh, lights off and on. That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. You're not supposed to be, be able to not? warn Should, people. But shouldn't that help? Like if I'm trying to get people to slow down, shouldn't the cops say, yeah, warn people that I'm here so they can slow the ass down and be safe? It's just like having a sign that says no loitering or don't do this or there's a camera or you're being watched or something like that. Yeah, you're, you're actually helping people slow down. I don't see what's wrong with stopping people from getting in trouble by the police. You would think the police will want people to help them to stop doing crimes and stop breaking the law so they don't. That's that's the point of the police, right, to get people to stop breaking laws. So if this helps to stop people breaking the laws, the police should be like, yeah, go for it. Well, there are a lot of people who think, Coleman, that, that police departments have quotas. And they, have they to, do have quotas. And they have to they go shouldn't. out and they have to make money. And, and, and you do things like this. This, this uh, helps stop them making uh, the money if they if they do have quotas. This text, this is from Mo. This text says, "I wonder how many people got in the wreck while trying to read the sign." <laughs> I like our texters. I just thought this was cool because, you know, we 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 we've seen across our country issues and problems that some people have with police officers, and 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 it was good to see here that, you know, a cop. Doing their job, they, they they park behind a sign on the side of the road to try to, you know, if, if you're speeding, they're going to come after you and they're going to get you. The lady in the small town who owns the deli puts on the sign, be careful, there's a cop hiding behind here.
And the cops put that on Facebook. And I bet you one thing in that small town, I bet you there's not going to be many people speeding by that deli anymore. Well, not if you put it on and say, yeah, they don't really do it. If you put that on, if you put that in the article and they read it and they're like, oh, that sign, they don't really have cops hiding behind there. Well, shucks, why have I been slowing down this whole time? They should have kept that part a secret. Well, <laughs> they, um, they, they, did be, they, they, they did hide behind there sometimes. I, I just, I thought it was, I thought it was a happy Happy story. I like I like those. Coming up next on this morning's Big O, the greatest female G- American Olympic gymnast in history. She bailed. She uh, she took herself out of the Olympics yesterday, and she's out today as well. It's making headlines. It's something that wouldn't have happened in the last Olympics or any time before. Now we'll explain. Coming up next, here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. And since it's a little bit after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. (laughs) The Big O is a story either many, many, many people are talking about, uh, or, or, or it's a story that, I I feel strongly about it, it. It could be it could be a few different things. The Big O, and this morning, it it, it happens to be about what many many people are talking about, and that is the the greatest American female gymnast in history, Simone Biles. Uh, removing herself from Olympic competition yesterday. You know, she can do things that other gymnasts just can't do. And and, and this might be one of the things that led to this. I'm, I'm not sure. You know, they say she's the greatest American female gymnast of all time. Isn't she the greatest, if she can do so many other things that other gymnasts just can't do, doesn't that make her the greatest gymnast, the greatest female gymnast, period, in history? Well, anyways, and by the way, are you watching much of the Olympics? Like I said, I'm I'm a big sports fan. If I'm on my couch the last few days since this started and I'm flipping through and and I see the Olympics on, I, I stop and I watch it. I think it's fascinating that we're watching the greatest athletes in the world at, at what they do 
And as I mentioned the other day on the show, once every four years, there are sports that we care about. And then we don't care about them again or watch them again for four years. And then, and then, and then here they are again, four years later. I mean, stuff like gymnastics and, and swimming um, and, and, and other things like that. A anyways, S Simone Biles, yesterday, and now the, the Olympics, they're, they're in Tokyo, Japan. There are no fans there because of COVID and and Tokyo time-wise they're way ahead of us it's like a week from Monday in Tokyo right now so yesterday right at the end of our show right as our show was ending the news broke that Simone Biles just uh just withdrew from an event at the Olympics. And then last night in prime time here, they showed her in that event. And she didn't look like Simone Biles. She was, it was the vault. That's where they run as fast as they can. They hit the little little trampoline thing and then they and then they they put their hands on the on on the vault and then they do backflips and they go all over the place. She uh she missed her landing and almost fell down and and I'm thinking to myself now, now look I'm watching this last night I knew what happened from yesterday morning and it was very obvious to me and everybody else who watched this wasn't the Simone Biles that we all know something was wrong with her it was obvious something was was very wrong with her and she said after the event. She's having some some mental health issues. When, when she was in the middle of the air, she forgot how many times she spun around, and, and and that's why she missed her landing. And you know you gotta you gotta realize that these Olympians, for four years, pretty much every day, this is the only this is what they do. This is what they they practice what they do, pretty much every day for four years. So she she withdrew. She said that um, something was wrong in her head, and there's a lot of people now who are saying how courageous she is, how she could you know she's got the the weight of the world on her shoulders, her the whole country. She's the greatest ever at what she's doing and, and they're saying that because there's nobody there and the pandemic is going on and they're saying all of these different things could have something to do with her mentality there's also one other thing I mentioned when we started talking about this she can do things that no other Olympian can do. Yet, if she does those things in this Olympics, in these Olympics, she's not going to get the credit for it because the, the International Gymnastic Federation or whatever the hell that is said, well, wait a minute, if other gymnasts can't do what she can do, that's not, that's not right. That's not fair. She shouldn't get the, 
she shouldn't get credit for that. To me, that's wrong. That, that's telling me the International Federation of Gymnasts or whatever the hell they call themselves, that they're not striving to be the best they can be. That we're, we're all not equal. You know, some of us can do things that other people can't do. But they're not giving her the credit for that, which is bizarre to me. You would think that they would want to keep pushing the sport forward, 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 and now that she can do these things, hopefully other gymnasts will learn how to do the things that she can do. Right. So when you say credit, you mean the points. They were saying that if she did one of those feats that other gymnasts can't do while she's performing, they won't give her the points for it. They, they, they will only give her points for the skills that all the other gymnasts have. And that's, you know, how she, she'll get skilled. Well, if she does something amazing that, she, that no one else can do, they won't count that no matter what it is, whether it's a tumbler, something that she can do that nobody else can do that is obvious, she won't get any points for it. It wouldn't count on that's her. That's right. Point. Yeah, right. And how wrong is that? How wrong is that? It's like they want to keep the sport where it's at instead of moving it ahead. And that's so wrong. So, look, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the, the pressure got to her. I, I, I don't know what happened. But she did something yesterday. And, by the way, she pulled out of uh, the event she was going to be in today. Two. I don't know what's what's wrong with her, but I, I, I can tell you this. This would have this wouldn't have happened four years ago. This would have never happened in history. Because athletes, whether they're Olympic athletes and they do this every four years. Whether they're having a tough day psychologically or not, you, 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 up until now, you went out and you did your job. That's it. There, there, there was no, there was no backing out. There was no bailing out. There was no saying, look, I'm having, I'm having issues here. This is where we are in the year 2021 with mental health. Over the last few, a couple of years, few years, Mental health now is being observed and paid attention to like never before. You know, when, when, when people used to make news headlines for doing something crazy, you know, you used to say, oh, that person's crazy or that person's nuts. You, you really can't say that anymore because there's so much focus being put on mental health. You have to say, well, oh, that person has has mental health issues. Yeah, well, her situation is unique in this. Usually when the athlete is off a little bit, maybe they're, having, maybe they're in deep thought, maybe they're overthinking, maybe they have anxiety to prove themselves. Well, in most other sports, you know, the anxiety comes from having to prove that they're as good as they say they are. Well, in her case, she was too good. I think in her case, the, the, the pressure that she knows that she is the greatest had the adverse effect. It wasn't like she had to prove that she was the greatest. She is the greatest. There's, she can do things that nobody else can. So in her case, the pressure came for being too damn good at what she does. You get what I'm saying? See how yeah, yeah, her, yeah. her situation is different. Look, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know why she's having mental health issues. You know, when, when I see these Olympics, Coleman, I think when I was in high school, a couple of friends of mine and me, we were in love with Mary Lou Retton. It was 1984, and I and we used to look at each other and think, could you imagine what it would be like doing sex with, <laughs> yeah. with, with all of the, all of the moves and, and yeah. all of that? Well, I used to think that when I went, 
I always wondered what happened to Mary Lou Retton. You know, you you would have you would have thought you would see her as a commentator on the you never hear or see from her. Um, but that's why the Olympics have the cardboard beds now <laughs> because they know when Olympians get together with those athletic bodies, the things that they can pull off, the things that they, they can say do. that happens every four years. <laughs> yeah. They say that happens at every Olympics. There's a lot of they do sex a lot because they they they're in the greatest shape of their lives. These people are all in incredible shape. And so, and so they, they usually wait, they said, till after their events yeah, to do the sex. Yeah. That's, so what, you, that's what their coach is So you have a, a gold medal gymnast from Russia doing sex with a, a power lifter from Uganda, something like that. That, that caused them some amazing sex. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening right now, text us, keep it short. What, what do you make of, of this? Again, this would have never happened before this is the first time something like this in my opinion could ever happen because anybody who had any mental issues in any sport olympics ever that that wouldn't have been a good enough that that wouldn't have been an excuse people would have said wait physically you because you're not physically injured go out there and do what you're supposed to do but she obviously wasn't there Mentally, psychologically. Yeah, she was not there yesterday. She, she wasn't there. It's like if LeBron or Jordan just pulled out in like in the finals just because of their mental health, even though they can, like, Jordan played with the flu. You know what I mean? That's right. So imagine Jordan taking himself out just because he psychologically didn't feel in the right headspace, like right in the in the middle of the finals. Could you imagine Drew Brees or Tom Brady saying, I can't play this week, I, I'm, I'm having some... Yeah, like right in the middle of the playoffs, just saying I'm not in the right headspace, even though I can do it physically, psychologically, I'm not here, so I'm just going to let Taysom Hill, uh, uh, at the time, uh, Bridgewater take over for me. Well, this is this this is where we're at right now. And and text us, 504-260-9595, your thoughts on Simone Biles, the greatest in history, uh, pulling out of the Olympics, because of uh, psychological, m mental health reasons. 504-260-9595. Keep it short. Uh, and if it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. And please, uh, never text while you're driving. From Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. I was just reading where country music star and actress... Reba McIntyre, she has agonizing back pain, and it's making her life a living hell. Uh, in an unrelated story, Reba McIntyre has a new country song coming out. It's called, My Agonizing Back Pain is Making My Life a Living Hell. It, it coming up next, your texts on Simone Biles withdrawing. And she's out again today the greatest American gymnast in history. She may be the greatest gymnast in history, period, uh, because she's having some mental health issues. It's something that never would have happened before this year. But because the way people look at mental health these days compared to, oh, a few years ago. Um, and, and in your texts on Simone Biles are next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O segment, 
is about the the greatest American female gymnast in history, and and some say that just the greatest female gymnast in history, Simone Biles, who yesterday um, removed herself from competition with her Olympic gymnast teammates because she said mentally she's she's having issues. She's just not there. She she did a vault and when she was high in the air, she forgot how many times that she spun around. And and again, what's amazing about this is not only is she the greatest who's ever done this before in history. I mean she she does things that other gymnasts can't do, yet she wouldn't get credit for those things in the Olympics. That might be one of the things that's bothering her. I, I don't know. But but she uh, says mentally she's, she's, she's not there. Physically, she's there. Mentally, she's not there. And this is something that wouldn't have happened four years ago. This would have never happened, whether it's her any Olympic athlete, whether it's any athlete, professional. I mean, I, I mentioned earlier, could you imagine if, if Drew Brees or Alvin Kamara one day said, you know what, I, I physically I'm fine. Me- mentally, I, I just, I, I can't play today. You, 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 you'd never, ever see that, ever. But now, in 2021, because... Uh, Mental health has become an immense issue here in the United States. This is the first time we've ever seen anything like this. And, and I asked for your texts. This first text says, I thought the point of the Olympics was to do things that others can't do. Me too, when you're talking about the things that, that Simone Biles can do that other gymnasts can't. But some... Something the International Gymnastics Federation, I don't know what they're called, they're saying because other gymnasts can't do what you can do, Simone Biles, we're not going to give you credit for that. Points, yeah, the points. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's as if, you know, we all should be created equal. We're not all equal. Here's news for you. This text says, I'm glad she dropped out. Imagine flying and flipping through the air while your head is not in it. It could be really dangerous. Yeah, she said she forgot how many times she spun around while she was in the air. This text says, why compete if she knows they're not going to give her the scores she deserves? That's a, that's a, that's a very good point, Texter. This text says, Biles isn't on top, so she quit. She's not ranking in the gold like she was last year around, so she quits. Nice. This mental health crush is, crutch is a load of BS. Get out there and do it. It's easy. See, there are there are a bunch of people who feel exactly like that texter. This text says, the media put too much pressure on her. She was interviewed by everyone as the greatest ever. Well, she did an interview, Coleman, earlier this month, and she said the happiest moment of her career was her time off. And she said, I'm old, I'm tired, I'm stressed out. That was that was before the Olympics started. So she she was going into it without with not being in the right headspace. She was going in. I mean, but she won six medals. I guess at some point you're like, yeah, she she maybe at that age where she wants something new in her life. Maybe she wants a family. You know. 
This, uh, this is from Paul. It says, it's a product of today's culture. Kids, including those in college, don't have the mental toughness this country had was founded on. Unfortunately, there will, be, there will never be another greatest generation in the very near future. I believe our country is going to suffer greatly because of it. You know, there's a lot of people who feel like that texture feels. That, that, that mentally, this new generation, they're not nearly where older generations were. Yeah, the oldest generation, they wanted the spotlight. They wanted to prove they, they were the best. They wanted the championships, and they wanted all the, the stuff that came along with it. They wanted the groupies. They wanted the Wheaties uh, box cover. They wanted all that. They wanted to be on Rolling Stone magazine. This generation's like, yeah, I like to do what I do, but I don't want the spotlight on me. You know, I don't want to be the face of the franchise. I don't want to be on the Wheaties box, you know? It is a different generation uh, mentality. Yeah. This text says, her head wasn't in it, so why should she be competing? Remember when Drew Brees attempted to play hurt and ruin the chances of the Super Bowl? Everyone was angry with him. He should have stepped out. She did the right thing. Well, yeah, good point, Texter. Although with Drew Brees, it was a physical uh, ailment. Here, it, it's a it's a mental health ailment. Yeah, we were just talking about that with Michael Thomas. Like, why did he wait so long? But he wanted to play. He, he said he held out because he wanted to hopefully heal by himself. He still wanted to play. This uh, text says, <laughs> what happened to the female swimmer's boobs? I, I guess they swam away. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I, I noticed that um, when I was watching the swimming last night. You don't, you don't see what you, you, you don't, there's, there's really, I guess it's the way they make the bathing suits these days. Or maybe it's just more aerodynamic when you're an A cup or B cup. You know, if you have a double D cup, how far can you? It's got to slow you down. Yeah, having, yeah have, it's like Jesus. having two flotation devices. Dragging you while you're trying to win a gold medal. But overall, like I said, uh, S- Simone Biles is so amazing. Like I don't think this takes away from her legacy. She won. She already won six medals. And we are at a point in time where we have to recognize what's important, whether it's mentally or physically. And I get it. Like This generation doesn't have that fighting spirit as previous generations where you fought through injuries and you fought through depression and you fought through certain things. And yeah, this generation it's a, it's a different like, yeah, world they, now. They don't feel like it's worth it. It's a different world now. And there's a young Japanese tennis player who's one of the top-ranked tennis players in the world. She got beat yesterday in her home country in the Olympics. Yeah. She, she, she backed out of a couple of tournaments recently, and she said she needs to focus on her mental health. And now, in her homeland in the Olympics, she just got knocked out early in her tennis match. Yeah, but with that tennis player in Simone Biles, even before the Olympics started, they were both talking about mental health with athletes before this even came about. So a part of me feels like this is kind of purposely done to bring attention and awareness to mental health issues because I remember reading articles months before that about the tennis player and about Simone Biles saying, hey, mental health with athletes is a big thing. Yeah, it, this is something new in our country because, again, but before this, this would never have been... I mean, I even saw people on my... Uh, some of my Facebook friends yesterday ripping Simone Biles. You took a spot away from these other girls who could have been in your spot. How dare you do that and blah, 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 blah. I mean, it shows you the mentality difference between generations. And I also believe Simone Biles does want something new for her for her life. I do think she wants to move on, probably have, you know, just something new, something different. Maybe a family, maybe some kids, you know, that that's probably a possibility too. Well, look, we appreciate your texts. You know, again, I, I find the Olympics entertaining every, every four years. Well, now they, they do it every two years. They do the winter, and then two years later, the summer, and then two years later, the winter, and then two years later, the summer. 
But every four years, the greatest athletes in the world at these sports that nobody pays attention to, uh, unless it's the Olympics, every four years, uh, they, they compete, and it's uh, it's something. And, and obviously, we, we, we want nothing but the best for Simone Biles and all the athletes. Uh, coming up next on our show, a power couple, a celebrity power couple, said something about their children yesterday that made headlines. And it's like, what did you just say? That's next. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. One other thing about the Olympics. Um, the greatest female swimmer ever, American Katie Ledecky, she's like the female Michael Phelps. Remember Michael Phelps, the last few Olympics? That dude was awesome. She, yesterday, she got beat, and she got beat bad. She came in fifth. She didn't even win a bronze medal in the 200 meters swimming event, the 200 meter freestyle. And then an hour after that, she had to compete in the 1,500 meters. That's where you swim for over 15 minutes. So, so an hour after she had the worst loss she ever had in her career, she had to get back in the pool and swim the 1,500 meters, which she won. So... um. Again, I, 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 the Olympics, it's, it's something every four years to watch the greatest athletes in the world at their particular sports compete. Um, and it's the only time we care about the, them or these sports. And then we won't pay attention to swimming or gymnastics or, for four years. And then four years from now, wow, did you see that? I mean, the, the gymnastics alone... When you've got these these young women doing backflips on 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 the balance beam, I mean most of us can't even stand on a balance beam, and they're doing backflips on balance beams. I mean, I mean, and, and this is something that these athletes they they practice pretty much every day for their whole lives, every day for four years to to get to this point. And if you're just joining us, earlier we were talking about the whole Simone Biles situation. Um, and, and she she uh, removed herself again today from, from competition. She was replaced by another American gymnast. And um, just wild what's going on over there in Tokyo, Japan. So yesterday, or I just read this yesterday, A very famous power couple um, who, who most people know made some news because of something they said about how they handle their children. The actor Ashton Kutcher and his wife Mila Kunis, she's... She's stunning. And and they were they, they met when they were doing that TV show together, that 70s show. 
Um, well, they've been married now for for a little while, and and they've got a couple of kids. And they did an interview where they said something that had people say, huh? They said they only bathe their children when they see dirt on them, when they, when they see that they're dirty. She, she said that she didn't give her kids baths every day when they were newborns. She said, quote, when I had children, I also didn't wash them every day. I wasn't that parent that bathed my newborns ever. And then Ashton Kutcher said, now here's the thing. If you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Otherwise, there's no point. Ew, yuck. So unless celebrity couple Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis see dirt on their children, they won't bathe them. And their children now, they have a six-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son. I'm not sure how comfortable I feel with parents giving out their children's bathing information. You know, I, I feel kind of weird if my mom went out there and publicly said how she washed me as a kid. You know, even if even if she did do it the right way, the fact that my parents would go around talking about how they clean me and bathe me, I don't think I'd be down with that. I mean, taking a shower or <clears throat> bathing, washing every day is what I thought many, if not most, people do. Well, I do know some weirdos from the Midwest, like Nevada area. They say it's not it's not necessary for them to shower every day because of the the way the climate is, and it's, it's, it's like it's different in Arizona for some reason. Arizona and Nevada area where they don't. Oh, well, Arizona, just for the record, Arizona and Nevada they're not the Midwest. That, that, that's <laughs> the, that's pretty much the the, the far west. But far anyways, west, yeah, uh, around that area, I, I do know some people that say, "Yo, I don't have to shower every day. Why do I? The climate here is different from over there. You don't have to. You know, I, I know a guy who doesn't brush his teeth every day. He only feels like he should only brush his teeth when needed. And there are some people that believe by washing every day, you get rid of some of those natural body chemicals that your body produces, and that makes it harder for you to uh, be immune to certain diseases and infections and stuff like that because you're you're washing away your body's natural immunity and the chemicals that it makes to defend itself from outside uh dirt and outside parasites and stuff so there are some people like that that do believe you shouldn't bathe every day i mean for most of my life i shower every day i, I mean now i mean i i might i might skip a day but then definitely shower the next day the only time if i, would, if, I yeah. if i if i do that but <laughs> If I ever skip the days because I worked the double or something like that, or I, I was in, I was out, I was like out of town, or maybe I was by a friend's house. But yeah, if, if I'm at the house, I'm taking about three or four showers just because I'm a personal hygiene freak. But if you're listening and you have kids, what do you make of what the celebrity couple just said? I made that not only, dirty. not only, not only don't. As newborns, she didn't wash them every day. And now Ashton Kutcher says that um, 
he'll only they'll only wash the kids if they see dirt on them. Well, hopefully the kids will grow to the point where they can just wash themselves and not wait on their parents to decide whether they need to be washed or not. Maybe they should. Maybe one day they'll just feel dirty and like you know what? My parents don't want to wash me. I don't feel right. I've been sweating all day. I'm just gonna go head on and bathe myself. If you're listening, that's gross, isn't it? Isn't that isn't that gross, disgusting? Or do you think? Well, hey, their kids. Yeah. If they don't. They don't want to wash their kids every day. If they only wash their kids when they physically see dirt on them, then that's a that that's gross. Well, Kelly says it depends on the level dirty activities people engage in. There's such thing as being too clean. I don't I don't buy that. To me, there's no such thing as being too clean. I'm always I try to be as, as fresh and clean as possible. Yeah, and Coleman and I, we, we, we have to be I mean, we're, we spend a bunch of time in this small little room, this this, this studio that we're in. And if, if one of us stunk. uh. Yeah, you let you you've let out a few SBDs in our you know in our work our work environment. What, what are you talking about? What oh, I farted? Oh yeah, silent but deadly is those ones oh. that you try to sneak past me, but I, I catch them. I try not to do that, Coleman. <laughs> uh, Stephen from the picking you says they're raising baby swamp asses. <laughs> <laughs> this this text says it's a little extreme, but it's their choice. They're, they they're their kids, but. But now they think they told the world. We only wash our children if we physically see dirt on them. That's the point. Like, even if they did do it. Let, all right, clearly they do that. But why would they have? I, I would be so upset with my mom and she just went out there and said, yeah, I only bathe my kid every now and then. I don't bathe them. I'm like, mom, why would you go out there and tell people that? That's not the business. I, I shouldn't know that much about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis' kids. Dirty ass. No, talk about yourselves. You're the celebrities. <laughs> We're just your offspring. Text us. I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, so, some people think this is child abuse. I wouldn't go that far. I don't think it's child abuse. I, I don't think. I think it's disgusting. I personally wouldn't do it if I had kids. But as long as they're healthy, you know, I mean, they can go a few days without bathing and not get too sick or a staph infection or something like that. Text us what you think about this. Please keep it short. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. And never text while you're driving. I mean, like to say you learn something new every day. I, I wish I, I, I didn't learn this. This text says, who asked them this? Why did it even come up? They were on a podcast. And I don't know, I don't know how the subject came up. But they just said that. I, I don't think the, the, the hosts asked them. How often do you bathe your children? I, I just think they were having a conversation, and this kind of thing just came up, and then they they expanded on it. Jamie says, babies aren't rolling around in dirt. Uh, they don't need washing every day. And kids, let their smelly asses be made fun of by other kids, and then maybe they'll wash themselves. That's a good point, Texter. Keep your text coming in. Um, 504-260-9595. Here on Bayou 95.7. New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Put a wild video on our website. A brawl at a at a pizza shop. At a, at a pizza parlor the other night. A customer started going at it with one of the employees 
the next thing you know, they're behind the counter, and then these other employees, they just start wailing on the customer. One of the employees grabs one of those long pizza paddles, you know, the, the wooden things with the long handle, and it it's a pizza paddle, and he starts beating the customer with the pizza paddle. Another, another, another employee grabbed a ladle and started beating the customer with the ladle. It's a one-minute video. It is a wild video. Uh, it's on our website. Check it out when you get a second. Bayou957.com. Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. And, boy, we're, we're still trying to pick a finalist here. That's next. On Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. And it's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Moroccan Olympic boxer disqualified after attempting to bite opponent's ear off. Now, now this seems familiar. Look, look we, earlier in the show we were talking about Simone Biles the, not competing again today. Um, she has her issues. But this, this guy's a, a moron. A Moroccan moron. And he's not even, he's not even original. I mean, when he was a kid, did he, did he think Mike Tyson was the coolest for, 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 for biting a, a Vander Holyfield's ear off? Did, did he think? And this guy didn't even succeed. He attempted to do it. I'm guessing, you know, the Olympic boxers, they wear those head guards, right, to cover like a part of their forehead and a part of their ear. Do they wear those? I'm assuming. I mean, if they wear the head guards, how the hell are you going to get the ear? How are you going to bite the ear? That's why I said attempted. <laughs> he didn't succeed. He didn't get a chance to actually get it. Morocco's Eunice Bala. You idiot. Was disqualified from the Olympics yesterday after he attempted to bite the ear of New Zealand boxer David Naika. So imagine he, that. He was he was losing bad. He was he was getting beat pretty bad. And, and so that's why that's why he resorted to the ear bite. That's why Tyson did it. Because I in my opinion, Tyson hit Holyfield with everything he had and he saw that Holyfield was in phase. And I think Tyson's last resort was, I'll, I'll just bite his ear off. But I don't see how biting somebody's ear can help you in a fight, though. If anything, it would make the person more upset. If they're already beating your ass to the point where you feel like you have to bite them, that means when you bite them, you're going to get them more upset, and he'll beat your ass even more after that. Like, dude, did you just try to bite me? Now I'm really going to give you the ass whipping you deserve. Well, no, in that, in that Tyson case, Coleman, I think Tyson knew he hit him with everything he had. Right. And so I'm going to get myself disqualified. So I'm going to I'm going to bite his ear off. This and dude, then he, remember when Tyson did that? And then he spit it out. 
Yeah, but, th- but think about this Moroccan <laughs> moron. He's been working for four years, probably more than that, to get to the point, to get to the world stage, to get to the Olympics, to try to win the medal. How do you think you're going to get away with trying to bite somebody's ear off? You're being spectated by millions. There's officials there. There's coaching staff. You're being televised. People can see what you're doing. Like, what? That's, that's not the place to do that. We can see you, dude. You're, you're trying to bite a dude's ear off. He was being dominated in the first two rounds. He was getting his ass kicked. He's a, he's a heavyweight. It, it was in the men's heavyweight round of 16. And he was... He was just so frustrated because he was he was getting beat so bad. He then attempted to bite the ear of 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 the fighter who was beating him. John, have you ever been so upset with a person that you feel like you had to bite a piece of their flesh off? Even in a heated conversation or a confrontation, even in a fist fight, do you have you ever felt like you know what? Maybe I should bite this person. No, and Coleman, these guys are not wearing. But oh, they're not. They're not wearing. Ah, they're not wearing. Okay. I, head. Thought they, I thought they had the face. The the head guards. When they're they're not wearing the, the headgear. So he he just he just flat out tried biting his ear, and uh, he he didn't get a mouthful. He had his he had his 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 mouthpiece in. He he had his mouth guard in. Um. That's what the other fighter said. He said, uh, "He said I was a bit sweaty, and, and he had his mouth guard in. I don't remember what I said to him, but I gave him a little bit of a cheek." And then it's a sweaty ear at that. Not even a a freshly primed Hannibal Lecter cooked ear. He wanted a, a nice, sweaty, fresh, raw ear. Yeah, this guy was just getting his uh, his backside whooped, and and so he just like Tyson, he, he did he did exactly what Mike Tyson did, although he failed. He tried to bite the ear off of his opponent at the Olympic boxing match. So he but, failed all around. He failed in the boxing match, and then he failed to try to get the ear in the, when he was failing a boxing match. He failed twice. Yeah, think about that. Three time loser. You lost the fight. <laughs> You you came up with an idea that wasn't even original, so you copied the idea, and then you failed on that idea that you copied. You couldn't even you couldn't even bite your opponent's ear off. And now you got to go back to Morocco <laughs> and deal with the backlash from your from the country you're supposed to represent. I'm telling you, there's there's a lot of uh, other interesting things going on at these Olympics. Um, besides the. The athletic competition. Anyways, the Moroccan heavyweight Olympic boxer who was disqualified after attempting to bite his opponent's ear off. It's the, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. If you're getting your butt kicked, come up with something new. Come up with your own idea. People robbing Mike Tyson for a long time now. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.